Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I was reading a lot of back and forth on social media, Twitter especially over the weekend, but it comes up everywhere. It's on Facebook too. There was a piece published in babycenter.co.uk One of the things that comes without an instruction book, and it was the biggest fright of my life when my own two kids were born in the Ernville Hospital all those years ago. Uh, They came into the world within 15 or 16 minutes of each other late one night, and I was looking for the instruction book. And then I realized there isn't one. But then I also realized very quickly, as did the missus, that you are surrounded by people who think they wrote their own instruction book and with the best will in the world will give you every kind of instruction known to man and tell you this is really sound advice and follow this advice and you won't go wrong. And some of it's to do with feeding and some of it's to do with crying and picking them up and giving them a dummy and letting them sleep in your bed and letting them choose what they want to eat and feeding themselves and what they drink and how you get them to sleep and whether you should rock them. So there's no actual instruction book, but there's 101 different ones full of all sorts of information delivered to you with sort of this kind of what I call it compassion emoji, that they look at you as if to say you're the first person ever had a child in the world and you haven't a clue what you're doing. Here's the instruction book as I wrote it. Maya Dunphy chimed in on that one because part of it was about letting the child cry it out and letting the child cry themselves to sleep and recognising the difference between a distressed cry and just a cry cry. Because there is such a thing. We had it in stereo, I know, we twins... But Maya Dunphy came back out and said, no, don't, I've never let, and her baby's called Tom, I've never let Tom cry it out, and I never will, and I don't regret it, and stop that. Vanessa, how old is Oshin now? Morning. Um, good morning. He is eight months. He's just reached the eight-month mark. Can you tell from his cries whether he's distressed or just, as they say in Irish, canoshawling? Um, Yeah. I mean, there's there's two different cries. There's that little cry before the imminent cry, you know, that um, they give you the little warning cry, the, uh, yeah. and then they go into a full wail um, if their needs are not met or if you're not trying to need, meet their needs. Um, so, yeah, there is that pre- the preliminary um, little cry. And when up until now, this is not scientifically proven yet, but up until about three, four months, there's different little preliminary cries depending on what's wrong with the child. This is uh, the Dunstan baby language uh, theory. So Every it's, it's cry not is proven a need. yet, you but there is. Yeah. Yes. And there are those little uh, differences in the little whale yeah. before they actually get to the hysterical crying. Yeah. 
you wrote about this on Facebook. You you enjoyed that article by Kelly. You've been surrounded with people with their own instruction. Did you did you go looking for the instruction book the minute you came into your arms, <laughs> and then find um, there wasn't well, one? Right. So my situation is an interesting one because my little one was five weeks early. Right. Um, my heart rate plummeted down to thirty eight, and then his heart rate plummeted, and before I passed out. They had to do a C-section. The last thing I heard is, if we don't get him out soon, he's not going to make it. Which is not what any new parent wants to hear. So luckily for me, I was in hospital for a week after because my heart rate never recovered. It was still down in the 40s. So I had about six days before I was plunged into that world of brilliant parents who have amnesia about what it was really like to have a newborn. Um, So I got that little chance to bond with my son before being, you know, you have to let them cry it out or you're giving them a dummy. You know, you have to take that away someday. Oh, um, you're you're bottle feeding because he was so early. um, I had to bottle feed because no breast milk came. Now, you know, I'm very secure in myself. I can explain that. I can rationalize that. But any other mother, especially one going through postnatal depression, that's a big trigger for someone asking them if they're breastfeeding, asking them very personal, intimate questions about raising their, their child. That can really break a new mum. Yeah. And so when I shared the... Uh, the article there on Facebook, um, it was literally because I am sick to death of hearing these things. My mum, I love her to bits. My sister, I love her to bits. But you can't spoil a child with time. You can't. That's not a thing. Giving them your time, if you've nothing else to give them, that's not going to ruin them. And that is one of the trigger words for me was you're ruining him. You're ruining your child. Mm. It's such a triggering, loaded word. It's just horrible for any new So you don't believe that a child can be spoiled, do you, Vanessa? No? You, can tr- you can spoil a child. A newborn hasn't got that concept yet. They, don't, they haven't got the pathways in their brain to connect A and B yet. Mm. So like, like if you put a shock collar on a dog, they're not going to know why they're being shocked. They just know they're being shocked. The same thing if you scream at a newborn, they don't know why you're screaming. They don't know because of this behavior, they're screaming at me because of this behavior. And as well, a newborn doesn't have the ability to manipulate. They don't have that concept yet. If they're crying, it's very direct. They have a reason for it. Mm-hmm. So the idea that they're going to manipulate you by crying to get your attention, you know, they don't have that concept. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in younger mothers nowadays, it's a harsh reality that a lot of them anyway will go back to work within six months. So yes, baby's got to be ready for mam- for mammy to leave. So stuff that might have taken until baby was four or five now has to be fast-tracked into six months. And maybe some of the advice yes. comes from a kind place, Vanessa. It, it all comes from a kind place. Don't get me wrong. It yeah. all comes from wanting to help. But the issue is the scientific data, if you look at the studies that have come out from 
America right through to Germany, um, a lot of the studies say you do not make a child feel more secure and more independent by abandoning them. And and they newborns especially have such a close bond with their primary caregiver because they rely so heavily on us. They don't have the ability to look after themselves. They don't have the pathways in the brain again to be able to process this as mommy's doing this for my own good or daddy's not picking me up because I need to learn to be independent. They just know that there's something wrong and nobody is helping. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So it actually serves a sense of abandonment if you don't look after their needs, it's mm. not helping them. Mm. And it's not going to, if you do help them, it's not going to create, because this is the thing you're going to spoil them. It is not going to be to create behavioral issues down the road. If you look after their needs, that's what you're there for. Mm. And Regardless that, of society, it's a, it's a biological thing. And is that just your own instinct as a mom speaking, Vanessa? I, I know everyone puts in work and, and reads a book before before baby arrives and might read several books before baby arrives. Oh, come here. You can read, you can read all the books in the world and it's still not going to prepare you. So this is, com- this I know, is, this is coming from within yourself, is it? No, not just myself. I'm one, I believe in science and I have looked at the data ranging back from 1986. They've been trying to uh, destroy this myth or, or, or explore this myth that, um, you can spoil a child by picking it up, by handling it, by uh, answering its cries. They've been trying to do this since 1986, scientifically. And if you look at the scientific data, the last one, I think, uh, came out of Germany and Belgium. Uh, It was a joint study. And they looked at tens of thousands of babies. And half of the babies, they let cry it out. And half of the babies uh, were very over-attentive what you would consider over-intentive. Uh, and what they found was there was no behavioral changes from 
they they looked at the three month mark, the six month mark, and the eighteenth the eighteen month mark, mm-hmm. and there was no difference in uh, independence or security from the children who were, uh, as we would say, molly cuddled. You know, there was no issue of being spoiled because of time that was given to them. And likewise, if you can't give that time, you also shouldn't be shamed because we live in that society, because we have to work. Probably the best bit of advice we were ever given as new parents, and okay, it's 25 years ago now, is there is no right way, there is no wrong way, there's your way and whatever works for the child. And there's always a chance to fix it. There is always time with your baby, with your child, as they grow to change the relationship or to develop the relationship. Um, When you have a newborn, a lot of parents feel that instant connection, that absolute love. Not all parents feel that they have to get to know their baby. That takes time. Um, And that's not an easy thing. My sister herself had postnatal depression uh, and I stepped in to help her with her firstborn uh, for about two months. You know, it's not an easy thing being a parent. And there's no, as you said, there's no right way. There is no wrong way. There's no correct way. And I think that's the big thing. People want to say there's a correct way of doing things. When it comes to a human being, we are always learning, we are always developing, and we are always changing. That's the one thing that's absolutely certain. Come back to... That's what you said a while ago, Vanessa, where you said you, you respect science and research, and we all do. Science and research will point in a particular way, won't it? Um, it will. And one thing about science is they're always trying to prove themselves wrong. So That's if they true. do get it wrong, they're the first ones to tell you, you know, That's and... Right. New studies are coming out all the time. Like like you said, when I was born, I was born in 1988 and the overwhelming feeling was let them cry it out. Leave them in the crib. Uh, Don't sleep um, in the same bed because of SIDS. And SIDS was a huge thing. And SIDS is a big thing that we need to look out for. Um, But the idea of co-sleeping. It uh, was absolutely terrifying to my mum because she was told that if you sleep in the same bed as your child, you're going to kill it. Well, you could roll over on top of the child, we were always told, so don't do that. Yeah. 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 Which is not exactly true, giving this, the scientific evidence. Yeah. That yes, SIDS is an issue, but there are things that you can do, like the, uh, the next to me sleepers are yeah. absolutely wonderful contraptions. Yeah. Then, I use one. Then you'll get paediatricians... Uh-huh coming out against all sorts of different contraptions and giving medical reasons why they're, why they're not right or not or not safe. But I guess there's, there's no right way and wrong way, as you're saying here. Just before I let you go, Vanessa, I think she's a great mother, says this call, but I do think a baby learns how to be in charge very fast. I'm not sure about this neural wiring thing at all. I think that's a case of within the matter of a few months, your baby knows how to get what it wants from you. Would you agree? Yeah, but it's an expectation that you you build up with the child. Uh, And as they grow, when a child reaches about 18 months, and this is what the research shows, when they reach 18 months, that's when they start piecing things together and testing the boundaries to see what they can actually do. And they're looking to you, they're asking you, what is my boundary? Um, What can I do? What can't I do at 18 months? So that's when you really need to put in... The, the legwork of what is the boundaries. All right. Vanessa, great as always. By the way, enjoy Glasgow. 
I know you've moved. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really happy. I, I'm. I'm with my partner, uh, and yeah, we're we're good. We're good. good. Good, lovely place, beautiful, beautiful city. I may have long and happy years there. Vanessa, thank you. And our best to, to baby Oshin. Turn to the goods and bads and do's and don'ts of parenting a small baby. Uh, t- chatting to Vanessa there be, before news about her experience with eight month old Oshin. How old are James and Tom now, Vic? Go yeah, go on. <laughs> Tom is four and James is eight, just eight. When they were tiny, yeah. were you a very attentive mom or did you ever chance leaving them cry it out? What did you think? It's really hard to leave them cry it out. But they do say that there is some advantage to, to helping them learn how to self-soothe and that's kind of what it is really. Right, were I you surrounded it- by people giving you contradictory information? Oh, yeah. Yeah, always. People will give you 10 different pieces of advice and it's it's all down to personal experience really and whatever works for each individual I think, you know. Yeah. No right way, no wrong way. I don't your th- way. I yeah. think you just have to feel your way through it and if something tells you to go and see to your child, go and see to your child. Yeah. And were they know? different in the way they responded that way? They were they're very different people, children, all the rest of it, and they were very different babies. Um, James, my eldest, was very kind of self-sufficient, very independent, and didn't always need to have somebody around. Tom, my youngest fella, the complete opposite. He's a total mummy's boy. And he wants to be, even as a baby, even when he was first born, he wanted to be held, he wanted to be close to me, he didn't want to be put in a cot on the side of the bed, he didn't want any of that. He just, and even to this day, still at four years old, he just loves to feel that there's another human being somewhere near him, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, Mm -hmm. the contest between the Uh two. Vic, thanks. Corks night. 6 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.